If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. It's at this point in time where you get really specific. I want to write a safe caption for my three-day sale over the holiday weekend. And then Dottie, using your other profiles and all of our back-end information from Social Curator, will craft up a caption for you to get started with. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? <laughs> no way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. If you're a business owner with scrolling thumbs, you probably know that AI has recently taken over the business world to help you with everything from video editing to blog writing. If you, like me, are wondering how the future of AI will affect your businesses and your marketing strategies, well, you've come to the right place. And let me tell you, this place is very inspiring. Joining me in today's discussion is Jasmine Starr. Now, let me just give you a little bit of our history. Jasmine Starr has been an idol of mine for over over a decade. I'm talking to the point where I bought a plane ticket when I had barely any money to fly out to Seattle to sit in an audience and learn from her. She is someone who was a pioneer in the wedding photography world and someone who I've learned from over the last decade. Now she is a dear friend, someone who I text when I need help on something, and someone who I truly enjoy watching innovate. Today, she is the CEO and founder of Social Curator. It's an app that provides fully customized content for your specific business in your specific industry in your exact voice in less than one minute. Recently, Jasmine and her team have made massive changes to Social Curator by using artificial intelligence to write captions for you. And today we're going to chat all about how AI can help you grow your business and save you time. And we'll also talk about what these tools mean for you as business owners. This episode is both tactical and inspiring. You are absolutely in for a treat. I cannot wait to hear her insights. So without further ado, let's welcome Jasmine Starr to the show. 
Recently, my team went down to a four-day work week so we can spend more time in the sun and less time in front of screens. In order for us to be able to do that, we have to work smarter and not harder. That's why we're so excited about HubSpot's integrated AI tech. It's helping teams like ours automate the more tedious parts of running a business like doing research, summarizing information, writing copy, and more. Recent research shows that marketers are already slicing time spent on admin tasks in half thanks to AI from five hours to two and a half hours per day. Just imagine with all that extra time, you could be joining us with a four-day work week too. Start saving time in your business with the help of the AI-powered tools built right into HubSpot CRM. Learn more and get started today at HubSpot.com. Okay. I am so excited. Today feels like over a decade in the making. In fact, I have a very embarrassing photo of us from over a decade ago. Welcome to the show, Jasmine Starr. I am so happy to be here. And I'm worried like 10 years ago, were our eyebrows a lot thinner? Like were we wearing wearing, like flare jeans? I will never forget. We showed up to this event. I flew into Seattle to see you in real life. And I wore almost the same outfit as you, unbeknownst to me. And I felt like the cool kid in school. What like were it, we wearing? What we were we wearing, wearing black pants and a white shirt. And I had on one of those chunky, like bobble bar necklaces. Oh, the bobble and, bar. Uh, oh, man. Was, oh, man. We were filling ourselves. We were it filling is. ourselves. Big, chunky jewelry, you know? So this is going to be a really special, special interview for me. But I want to kind of take everyone back on what your journey has been to get you to where you are today, because I would say that a decade ago, neither of us would have guessed that we would land where we are right now as we're stepping up to the mic together. And so walk me through what has your journey in entrepreneurship been and how did you arrive to where you are today? So I keep it as short as possible because I want the conversation to really be a like service of people really like, let's get down and dirty. And then I think that the story will kind of come out in pieces. But I think yes. that if I look back over the last decade, I distinctly see just phases and iterations. And one thing that I think you do really well is articulate the pivot. And I have felt like over time I have pivoted and I am currently pivoting and yet I don't articulate it as well as you do. And so being on the show has allowed me to look back and be like, oh, this is really great. Thank you, Jenna, for that. I started off as a photographer. That's where our paths first intersected. We were starting businesses roughly around the same time. We were finding ways to like shake up an industry, which... Hey, look at you still doing the same dang thing by shaking up industries. And then thereafter, I got into understanding what it means to teach other people how to build the business. And so I saw a lot of other photographers teaching photography and I had a knack for business. So I started teaching photographers how to build businesses. And then slowly thereafter, a concentric circle built out to creative entrepreneurs, like people who are creatives and they wanted to make money. And then thereafter, I started realizing that I got into consulting. I was consulting like mid-level businesses on what they could do for their social and branding and their marketing. And then I realized I didn't want to build an agency that I was trading dollars for hours. And then I felt very responsible for that company's outcome. And so I took a big step back. And this is where I got into the world of online courses. And this is where our paths re-intersected. You had... You saw the future before a lot of people saw the future. Like, what did it mean to actually create long form content, teach people, not just education? Because I don't... When people sell courses, I don't think they're selling education as much as they're selling time 
and your experience. It's not what to do. It's how you did it through your perspective. That is like the beauty of a course. And I realized that around 2016. And then I built a membership after like my course iteration of my career. And then I realized that there was a gap for myself as an entrepreneur and the people I served. I had a membership, but what we needed was technology to augment the education and content we were creating for business owners. And that's where I kind of back myself into holy mother, like sweet baby (laughs) Jesus in a manger. What did I just get myself into? I am now the CEO of a SaaS company and we're focusing a lot on AI. But here's the thing. This is where I'll kind of tie it up with a loose bow is every time I started a pivot in my business, I had no reason starting a business and yet I found a way to make it work. And that's why I think you and I, like we resonate so much with each other. And then also we resonate with listeners because we have no idea what we're doing until we actually start doing it. And so that's why I'm right. excited with this conversation. I think like, let's take that type of energy as like, hey, we have no business starting a business and yet here we are, we're going to find a way to make it successful. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this intro. And one thing I've loved is just watching each iteration come to fruition, right? Because we're stepping into these spaces, but we're also bringing people on the journey. And I think that that's something that is so powerful, especially when you're pivoting into new directions where you're like, Hey, come with me as I figure this out. And I honestly feel like that is where so many people are with AI right now. Let me just paint you a quick picture of some of the conversations I've had around AI because it is not necessarily polarizing, but I think people feel a certain type of way when artificial intelligence is brought up. The two camps that I've seen the most in is some people think it's the most amazing thing ever, and it's going to simplify our lives, and it's going to transform the way that we do business, the way that we search for things, the way that we use keywords. The other camp of people is terrified. What does this mean? Are we building like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and are we going to regret it? And all the scary sides of AI. Talk to me about what your perspective is on this topic that isn't necessarily new, but it's new in terms of how entrepreneurs are utilizing it and able to utilize it to help further their business. So before we get there, if you allow me to like, kind of like, let's skedaddle around one particular thing is that what's happened in recent human history that has been really highlighted on the back of social media is the idea that we want to find community. If we're lacking community in our lives, we try finding it online. And the quickest and fastest way to build community is through polarities. So the more drastic you have an opinion, we see this in political parties. We see this about like big political issues. We see this about culture. We see this about race. And so you have these big polarities, but the vast majority of people actually identify with being in the middle, but Mm -hmm. in order to assimilate into a community, they go into the polarity. And so what you just clearly articulated were people who want to find community of like-minded people and say, I too believe in this, but the vast majority studies show are people in the middle. And that's who I want to speak to today. It is not red. It's not blue. It's purple. That's what yes. I'm from Gary V. Shout out to my boy, Gare Bear. So if we take this perspective, yeah, both perspectives are correct. Yeah. And yet both things can be true and they can simultaneously coexist. There are people who absolutely love it and it's radically changing the way people do business. Yeah. And do we run the risk of having AI do some really negative, nefarious things? We do. Now, here's what I firmly believe. AI will not do the nefarious things. The people who are running and knowing AI will do the nefarious things. And so I have taken it as my personal perspective. And this is what I want to encourage people to do is that AI is something that can be trained. You can train a pit bull to be very angry and you could train a pit bull to be a loving pet. 
if there are more people who are participating in training the AI models and show the goodness of humans, show the middle of the road, we all want to achieve the same thing, then yeah. we're actually making a difference in what's coming out. And as a side note, for anybody who's listening, who might be a person of color and or a female or an underrepresented group of population, there are times in human history where you get to be the forefront of using, changing and embracing things that gives you a seat at the table. For too long, I have seen brown women not have a seat. And now this technology comes and far be it for me to be afraid of it when I have the opportunity to sit in the fear dialogue about the fear and yeah. then make active changes to be on the front of how we get to empower entrepreneurship in general but specifically for people who didn't have voices hey hey let's show up let's give people a voice that's where I feel about it oh my gosh I love that and I feel like you just put into words how so many of us feel about it where it's almost like you have to pick a camp you're either like all on the AI train or you're never going to touch it and so let's talk a little bit about the changes you made when you saw that AI was coming out, because I was actually just having a conversation with our mutual friend, Amy, and we were like, our girl, Jasmine, she's running this company. She is at the forefront of this thing. Talk to me about how you started hearing about AI and you started to see what was coming and make massive changes on your platform called Social Curator. Walk me through that. Okay, so there's a couple of things that happen every time as an entrepreneur, whatever it is you do, if you make jewelry, if you're a dog walker, if you're a course creator, you start getting sniffs of things before other people actually get the smell. Yeah. You get the sniff. And so it's our objective to really lean into what those inklings are. So a brief overview of what Social Curator is. We provide marketing resources for small business owners and we provide them in visuals. We provide them in caption templates. We provide them in trainings. So you it's like having a digital marketing agency in your pocket. Yeah. This is what we were putting out in, in behalf of our membership. But what we started realizing was that it was requiring a lot of people to do the work. And here's a crazy thing, Jenna, like, let's just be real. Doing the work is really hard. Yeah. And then having a business where people are paying you and then we tell them, do the work. Yeah. That's not the best business model, right? People right? want to pay to have the work be done for them. Right. And what we realized was AI was an opportunity to train a model on every single person's business that gives them a different output. So in the world of AI, there's things that you would call a prompt, basically a question you could put in to chat GPT, a question. Yep. And it's easy to say, I can ask anybody a question. And what we started realizing with entrepreneurs is that people could ask questions, but they realize I don't know the right question to ask to yes. get me the output that I want. Yes. So we had spent years creating caption templates. These caption templates were fill in the blank. So we would say X, Y, and Z, I've been in business blank years, and then you would fill it in. But that's requiring people to do the work. Yep. What if we were to use AI to give you the prompt and then ask a question to Dottie, our AI manager, and she customizes it according to your business. Yeah. And the more you use Dottie, the more she's trained on what the output should be. And so what we saw early on was there was a difficulty in the market. Business owners loved their business. They could talk to strangers about their business, but when all of a sudden it came to marketing online, they were like blank. I don't know where to start. And yes. I don't know if I could do this again and again, and again. Yeah. So we introduced Dottie to say, based on the information that you give Dottie, you're building out a custom profile for yeah. your business in your voice. And when you ask Dottie a question, it's as if she's in your mind for your dream customer. Yeah. So I recently actually watched one of your trainings where you were walking people through 
dotty and it was amazing coco was right next to me waving at the screen trying to get oh, you to wave no, back coco coco sent me a voice message after if she's not the world's like biggest hype girl she's like um <gasps> hi jasmine how are you i was like girl send me a voice message like, you day. did a great job it was so great but what was amazing is to see how you created this ai tool that could translate from different industries different individuals different communities different conversations and i can't imagine that was easy right So can you walk me through what it looked like for you to figure out how do we equip people to ask the right questions? Because I 1000% agree with you in the sense of people can log into ChatGPT. And just like if you go to Google and you don't know the right question to ask, it's not going to give you the right answer. And so how did you establish what sort of questions either Dottie is asking the people to gain the insight or the people are asking Dottie? And how could we apply this, whether it's on ChatGPT or Social Curator? So here's one thing that I want to start off with is that every person who's listening to this podcast and who's interested in building a business, you're going to be faced with what appears to be an insurmountable mountain. And like, I think there's one thing, Jenna, that I could sit here and I could act like I have it all together. I'm like, oh, so what we knew is times infinity to the 10th power. Here we go. Not at all. It was the most daunting thing. And I want to be the first to say that if I come across like we have it together, let me just diffuse that real quick. We, like any other business owner, are always actively trying to find a way to solve people's problems. If we are not solving a problem, we don't deserve to be in business. Being in business is a luxury. And so I want to start there by saying we actually had to reverse engineer. We had to work backwards and say, where were people getting stuck? When you help people get unstuck, they will pay you. If you get them to move faster, quicker, this is what we were started focusing on. And so what we started realizing was with ChatGPT, Every time you log in, you have to tell the chat what it is you do. And so your inputs, what you're putting in, you could ask ChatGPT a question. But the more inputs you put in, I am a photographer. I live in Wisconsin. I like gluten-free bread. Whatever the case may be that you're putting in, you have to put that in every single time. So we asked ourselves, is there a way that we would be able to train the model that we don't have to put those same inputs in? And the answer became, yes, we can. But we had to do it in something called onboarding. When somebody comes in to create a profile, we need them to put in things that Dottie will immediately cite and say, let me use this as content. Now, that sounds amazing, but what we started realizing was that we needed to teach people a better way of onboarding. To say you're a photographer is awesome, but the more specific you get with Dottie in your profile, the better the outcomes will be. Because are you a wedding photographer for elopements? Are you a lifestyle photographer for entrepreneurs? So the minute you start putting these inputs, the beauty about Dottie is that she keeps all of this. So when you're really specific on the front end, and so we ask things like, how do your customers or clients identify themselves? If they identify themselves as moms, or entrepreneurs, that's great. But could you say moms who care about holistic and whole grain food? Could you say female entrepreneurs who are in the health and wellness space? The more specific you are, the better your profile becomes. Now this works for chat GPT and social curator, but the difference then becomes we keep that information so that you don't have to repeat it. And then you go in, once you're in, then we have an objective. What it is do you want to do? So for instance, do I want to create a caption? You say, create a caption. And then Dottie will ask you, about what? It's at this point in time where you get really specific. I want to write a sales caption for my three-day sale over the holiday weekend. And then Dottie, using your other profiles and all of our backend information from Social Curator, will craft up a caption for you to get started with. Oh, I love that. And something to note here is that, like you said, if you are someone who is using ChatGPT, you can start saving 
that input to give it the information, but you do need to use it every single time to provide the context or else you're constantly putting in prompts of like, say this in a different way or say this to this audience or say this as someone who blank. And so if you can, regardless of if you're using social curator or chat GPT, what I would recommend, and maybe you have a different idea on this is to create like a Google doc that has specific things that you can copy and paste in if you're having to do it every single search that allows you to create that profile that will get you closer to the end result from the very beginning. Because a lot of times I do it backwards where I put in the question or the prompt, and then I'm trying to curate it based off of the response of like, okay, try it this way, but a little more laid back, try it this way, but say it in this tone, try it this way, but break it out into three bullets. And so I feel like I'm doing a lot of unnecessary back and forth that could maybe be removed if I had thought about it from the forefront. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to achieve with tech. And I want to be very clear. I don't want this conversation to become a social curator sales pitch. What I hope people do is they listen to the nuances that empower them to be able to facilitate their own journey with this, but then also understand what we're trying to solve for. We're trying to solve for And now we're having a business conversation. We're trying to solve for the problem. People will pay us. The more problems we remove, the more people will pay us. So then when we come along these things, we believe at Social Care, there is a specific way that you should be optimizing your captions for the most engagement. And that's what we call the HIC formula. HIC is an acronym for hook, insights, and call to action. So we train our models that when you're asking for a caption, it's not just giving you a caption. Because if you're not actually prompting your followers to engage with you, They're not going to engage, not because they don't like you or not because you're interesting, but you actually didn't invite the conversation. So what we're trying to do is build in what we call behind the scenes models. We want to make sure that when you ask, it's running against proprietary social curator models. That's going to give a different output that's totally unique than anything else you would get on ChatGPT. And again, a business conversation. The more things we make proprietary, the better the outcome will be. And that's where, you know, that's like the big whale of a goal here. And we're on that journey. Can you give some examples of how you would format that using that strategy for anyone listening, regardless of AI? Because I think that that piece is really huge. And I think so many people are posting onto social media and saying, it's not doing anything. Why am I wasting my time? Oh, I was actually just in a wedding photography that. forum of a Facebook group of friends that I used to have in the industry. And one girl was like, I am so sick of social media. I can either outsource it entirely or I'm doing it on my own. It's just not making sense, but I know I need to be on there. So walk me through that framework that anyone could take and use. Mm, Okay. Can I ask a question? Please. Good. Do you see what I just did there? That's called a hook. That's a hook, Jenna. That's a hook. I'm like shaking my head like, yes, let's go. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) So the acronym itself, actually, let's pause here for a second. Let's reverse engineer a commonly held belief with entrepreneurs on social media because I can answer the question, but the answer will never satiate. In fact, I can give you the secret. We can unlock a code. I can give you a hack. I'll tell you all the things that will make your eyes just sparkle and glimmer. And let me tell you, even if and when I give you that, it will not yield the result you so desire because the nature of social media is not hardwired that way. What we deeply desire is quick growth and fast growth. But on the back of that, we have to understand that the natural inclination of natural organic growth on social media is about two and a half percent. So when people say, oh, it's not working, I say, baby, are you getting two and a half percent? Because 
if you are, then it is. We are going to a free platform and putting out our much beloved content. And we have the opportunity for people to see it. Now, the way that people see it beyond the two and a half percent is the way any algorithm works is it will show your content. You put out a photo and you put a post. Let's say we're talking about Instagram. It will show it to about 0.5 to 0.7% of your audience. Imagine, let's do very simple math. If you have a thousand followers, it's going to show it to about five to 10 people. And based on those early reactions, if they like, if they comment, if they save, if they send it to a friend, it's an indication to the algorithm. So no, you're not being shadow banned. No one's coming after you. This is just based on what are people doing preliminarily with that content. If you get people to like it, comment, DM, send send it to a friend, it's an indication to the algorithm. More people should see this. And so it expands. And if people respond in the same way as it expands, as it expands, as it expands, your organic reach for that one particular post means that more people are going to see it because Instagram and any other social platform is in the game of showing the best content the most. Let's have a moment of silence there because If your content is not being seen, it's simply because it's not the best. Ooh, that hurts. That really hurts. It hurts. So how how then do we ask ourselves, how can we make it better? Yeah. And we could make it better by using a framework called HIC. Because what we've discovered that when people click on the more button, let's say they're on Instagram, Instagram is showing about 125 characters. That's about a line to a line and a half of text. You have to capture somebody's attention in the first 125 characters to get them to click on the read more. Even if they click on the read more, guess what? That is an indication to the algorithm that somebody is actually reading. Now, whether or not they engage, hold on, we're going to get to that point, is once you hook them to click on the read more, because you have a lot of great, amazing things to say, everybody wants and should read what you are writing. But how do you actually get them to do that? You do what every great newspaper, radio, television, you do what any great media company has ever done in the human history. Catch them with a headline. That's your hook. Yes. And then what do you do? You go to the insights. You share two to three things. Now, this is where people often get stuck. People talk, well, if I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going to talk about insights about my business. Your business should be in the business of helping or empowering or educating other people. If your insights are about them, you win. If your insights are about you, oh, You got to shape it up and refocus. Then you get to see call to action. What do you want people to do? Oftentimes you have a great hook, you have great insights, but then you don't invite the conversation. How do you invite a conversation? You ask a question, you have a quiz, you ask for insights, you ask for opinions, you invite them to talk back to you. And here's the clincher. When they talk back to you, you got to talk back to them. Yes. You got to try your dang best to talk back to them because what you're essentially doing is you're humanizing a business on the back of social media when so few people are humanizing businesses. Your greatest competitive advantage would be that you're spending your most valuable asset, your time engaging with the future customer. And that is the HIC framework. You can't dig your biggest goals without a little hard work, which is why I bet you'll love listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett, the Hustle Daily Show brings you a healthy dose of irreverent, offbeat, and informative takes on business and tech news. With short 10 to 15 minute episodes released every day, you're bound to learn something new this week. From updates about meta and AI to how Domino's is flipping traditional traditional pizza delivery on its head, 
Listen to The Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date on what's going on in business and tech. Trust me, I get it. Life is busy and starting or growing your email list is probably this daunting task that haunts you on your to-do list. So I have a question. Are you ready to finally start your email list like this week? Step up to my challenge today. Right now, it is your time. Join me for free as I walk you step-by-step on how to start and grow your email list. Head to listbuildchallenge.com to join my totally free, super actionable 0 to 250 challenge where I lead you for five days on the exact process of starting or growing an email list. Think 10-minute daily tutorials and teachings so that you can take action and get results fast. Now, I started at 0 to and I now pop into hundreds of thousands of inboxes every single week. That's major business impact and growth, all with my mighty email list that started at literal ground zero. So here's my challenge for you. Join my absolutely free 0 to 250 challenge and spend just five days with me growing your list that you can launch to. Start the free five-day challenge complete with video tutorials at listbuildchallenge.com. That's listbuildchallenge.com. Okay, I love this framework and I think anyone can apply this and especially people who are frustrated right now thinking social media cannot move the needle. Let's take this framework and apply AI because I think there is a massive opportunity here. So one way that we've been using AI just to help our audience start thinking is in headlines for the podcast, right? So we could say we have an episode about AI and give it the synopsis of what you and I are talking about. Give me 10 clickable, exciting, engaging headlines that we could use for this podcast episode, which is geared for female entrepreneurs and small business owners, blah, 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 blah. So walk me through like what kind of prompts you might put in to a platform that uses AI to help with that hook part. Because I agree, if nobody gets past the hook, they're not going to see anything else, including your call to action, which means your engagement might be lacking. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. So 
I would start on the front end. So one of the things that we are training Dottie to do, and this is what ChatGPT does as well. And this is what I want to be very clear. If there's one thing that somebody walks away with, this is it. You can talk and actually you should talk to ChatGPT and or Dottie like she is a person. And the good thing is, is that you could be polite, but you don't have to be nice. You know, it's like you're working with a coworker. You're like, it would be so kind. I would appreciate <laughs> yes. it greatly if you, Susan, yes. could kindly and wonderfully timely. So we can just go to Dottie. We can go to ChatGPT and we can literally yes. say on the front end, I want you to act like the world's greatest copywriter for entrepreneurs with yes. a focus on females. Yes. We are putting together a podcast. We're putting together the title for a top rated podcast that will talk about the benefits of AI in entrepreneurship. Yes. Now you can go to ChatGPT and then you could say, give me 10, give me 10 titles and ChatGPT will give you the 10 titles. Now, one of the things that we have baked into Social Curator is that we have automatic prompts at the bottom where you could adjust it. We could say, make Ooh. them funnier. Yes. Uh, make it shorter, make it yes. longer. We could say, make it into a video script. So what we're doing is we're trying to reverse engineer. What do people actually want with this? So just yeah. picture this, Jenna, you get the 10 titles and let's just say there's one banger because you put in a prompt. You're like, yeah. I really like this. I really like this. And then you can go back in and you can say, write a caption with this podcast title. And you could do that with ChatGPT. But one yeah. of the prompts that we we're trying to make proprietary on the inside of Social Curator is after you have a caption, we would say, make a 15 second video script for this caption. Ooh, so what yes. we're doing is creating the content for a reel. And then with this reel, it says, photograph your hands at the computer, make a face where you're really frustrated. And what we do is just like add this copy on top of it. What we're trying to do is streamline how you get one piece of content. So you have your yes. podcast title, you have a caption that promotes the podcast. You have a reel that then promotes a podcast with all of the B roll and copy to be used in the reel. What we're trying to do is like, get out, take action, be consistent. This is a thing that will move the needle in your business. I love that. And one thing that I have to tell our audience about is like, you are my go-to social gal. I was literally texting <laughs> you this weekend being like, Hey, I need to create some content. Have you seen anything that fits this theme that will work for this? And like, you were sending me things like you, the way that your brain works around content, because I've seen it firsthand multiple times, even just this year of how you're thinking strategically in the creation process, but also like what is the objective and how is this going to serve my audience? And what I love about these prompts is that it is simplifying the entire ecosystem so that you can almost create a flywheel of a business that is supporting the content, the content supporting the business and done. And I think that where a lot of people get stuck is that they're like, does content even matter anymore? Are people even seeing reels? I don't want to sing and dance. What would you say is a way that they could start utilizing AI to start falling in love with the content creation process again, using some of these simplified methods that will help them to not just feel like, oh, I just need to sit there and dance and point my fingers in order to get my point across. Mm. Okay. So my mind is going to get a thousand different directions. <laughs> Can you hold, okay, hold space. Cause I want to come back to this very thing. Yes. Just remind me about loving the process. Deal. But before I do that, I really want to take a second and I want to honor something that you really shifted in me because oftentimes most of us, myself included very much, have a hard time seeing ourselves outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And not once, but twice this year you had turned and one of them was very intentional. And then one of them, I believe was a little happenstance. And you said, does your mind always work like that? I'm like, and I replied like what? To which you then said <laughs> in content, 
Like we're just sitting here yeah. and you just said, that's a piece of content. That's a piece yes. of content. And I just let it settle and it kind of like flickered. And then a couple of days later, we were in South Carolina together. Yeah. That's when it happened. And it was just happenstance. And I was like, do I? And I started noticing a pattern. And then later we happened to be in Tennessee and you had said that the way that I see content is a superpower. And Jenna, I'm telling you a decade into it. And I'm like, huh, I actually think it is. It took you saying something for me. And I'm like, oh, that's why always on the back of the things that I deeply desire is yeah. I deeply believe that everybody's voice should be heard. I believe that everybody who feels unqualified and unprepared and uneducated and unfunded and unconnected, I believe everybody deserves a shot at doing something they love. And the way that you get to do something you love and make a living is getting attention on that very thing. Yes. And so all of a sudden, a deep down desire is I believe, Jenna, like the fastest way I have been able to grow my businesses has been on the back of content. It is not easy and it is not for the faint of heart. So I thought to myself, can I step into the thing I deeply desire and yeah. make it easier for people? So whether or not like this is my, my, my final go with it or not, I'm hell bent on getting there. Now, having said that, going back to your original thing, you had said, how do we invite people to fall in love with the process? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. If I knew that answer, I would package it up in a course and I would sell it. <laughs> fall in love with content creation. Here's one thing that I will say is I am not a fan or an evangelist of doing things I hate, yeah. but I am a fan of discipline that leads to results. Mm. And so I want people to walk away from this conversation. It's just like, I don't wake up in the morning craving to create content. When I set aside time to create content, I don't wake up that morning. I'm like, it's my favorite day. This is so amazing. I'm having so much fun. People say, Jasmine, it looks like you have so much fun. And I'm like, yeah. I'm glad oh, it great, looks great. that way. Great. I'm so glad it freaking looks that way because it's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's hard. But one thing that I recently saw you and Amy do is yeah. create content with an objective. Yeah. And so you're willing yes. to do things that you're not all that excited for because you have a goal and you yeah. say, what are the things that I can do to get to that goal? There was a time in human history where our great grandparents wished they had the ability to get more people eyes on the thing that they wanted to do. If it was to make candles, if it was to sew clothes, if it was to create the next Pony Express. And they were relegated only to the people in their town and anybody who would go to another town to share about it. And now what we have is an entire buffet of options. And many of us are standing in front of the buffet with an empty plate complaining, I don't know what to put on my plate, put yeah. anything on the plate, start yeah. eating. And once you start eating and once you start consuming and once you start creating, you then earn the right to have an opinion about what is working. If mm. you are not doing the work, you forfeit the ability to have an opinion about what is going to move the needle in your business. Oh my gosh, that right there. That is so true. The people who say it doesn't work are the people who are not working it. Like, mm -hmm. A hundred percent. What have you seen in terms of your customers? Because I would imagine that if someone were to become a customer of yours, they were someone who struggled with the content creation process or that piece or finding any sort of joy in it. Have you found that when people create systems and structure around it, it suddenly becomes a little bit easier or a little less daunting? Because I feel like even that simple framework that you shared in terms of how to create a post can transform it where it's like, oh, suddenly it's doable. I see it. I understand why this matters. I can connect it to the objective. So I listened to a conversation with Adam Elter and he talked about this idea of being stuck yeah. and how we get unstuck. And he had said that oftentimes change is what makes us feel stuck. Good change or bad change, marriage, divorce, 
new job, loss of job, having a child, losing a child. Every change can make us feel stuck, not because in fact we are stuck, but simply because we don't know what to do next. Yeah. And oftentimes in business, many of us are faced, especially in the first five years of a business is we don't know what to do next. And then when you, when you add to this scientific studies that show the idea of a task is often more daunting than the task itself. And so what happens is like people who come in, they're like, oh, now I have structure. And I'm like, is it really the structure or is it just a streamlined way of saying this is how to approach it? Now, what we've seen a lot of the times is like there's a type of person who comes in and just says, listen, just tell me what to do and I'm just going to buckle down and I'm going to do it. And then there's a type of person who comes in and says, well, I have opinions about if this really works for me. I want to take a little this. I want to take a that. And then they don't get results. No problem. But like the person I'm most concerned with person, I'm just like hell bent. I'll go to war for you is a person who will do the framework consistently get results and then diagnose the results. I don't want people having an opinion, having not tried. How about you just try and realize it ain't working. And then you realize, well, something in this bunch of things worked. If I can see two things that worked, can I go back and duplicate those two things? So if I could yes. duplicate those two things and get four things, hot dang, I'm onto something. If I could duplicate the four things to get to eight things, hot dang, we got some movement. So that's where I'm really focused is like doing the work, yeah. having structure, showing up consistently and doing things other people won't to get results that other people don't. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mm. This is so good. So let's say someone's listening and they've never logged into ChatGPT or they have never experienced AI. Where would you begin? Like, what would you first type into that empty search bar to begin your experience with it? So first, let's have a mindset shift, because if you go into using it and you're of the same mind, you're probably going to get intimidated or frustrated. Yeah. So I have discovered and studies have shown that people take more action to change out of fear than being incentivized. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself making a decision out of, I don't want that instead of, well, maybe I really want that. So I'm going to use that as a general frame. If that ends up being the thing that goads us to change. So if I'm sitting in front of chat GPT, I tell myself that I am on the forefront of doing something incredible in human history in my life and in my business. And then I'm going to tell myself, AI is not going to put me out of business. My competitor who's using AI is going to put me out of business. Okay, so (laughs) there's that. So it's like, come on, honey, start typing. And so the goal and objective would be for you to ask yourself, what do I actually want to test with, right? Like going in and asking a question is very daunting. Would you like a caption? Would you like a newsletter? Would you like a video script? If we start really simple, yeah. let's talk. I know you just, you recently, uh, last month dropped an episode around Instagram threads. Yes. A very simple, simple prompt yep. could be, what is a funny question I could ask? And then you insert who your target market is. Yeah. What is a funny question I could ask homeschool moms in the Midwest about teaching their children at home. And then it's going to bring out something and you're going to look at this. You're going to hope that it's under 500 characters for threads. Yes. Or you can actually say, remember, this person is a person on the other side. Got to treat it like it's another person. You could say, make it shorter. Yes. Make it longer. Yep. Make it funnier. And you could say, now add a question at the end. 
right? Because if we're, if we're really going for engagement, having a funny question you could ask is one thing, but actually giving them another way to respond is like a double header for somebody actually getting the very thing that they want to do. Yes. Oh, I love this. One thing that is interesting is I feel like I have chat GPT open as a browser window. I mean, I have like 30 windows open anyways, but uh, chat GPT is always open and I use it all the time now. And it's a beautiful starting place. And it could also be a beautiful ending place if I were to continue to invest in and pour into those questions. But a lot of times I feel like it just eliminates that like blinking cursor fear of like, Mm. am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? And so when we're thinking of it from a marketing standpoint, for someone who maybe wouldn't identify as a marketer or for so many women in our audiences who say, I hate selling the thing. I love the thing, but I hate selling the thing. What sort of ways would you be using AI to help you talk about the thing or create content around the thing or understand how to communicate what the thing is and why somebody needs it? Oh, I would use, I'm going to give a kind of like a backward answer. I would use AI to talk me through having a mindset shift around selling. Oh, yes. It's literally, you could use AI like a therapist. You could go into ChatGPT and simply say, I want to build a business. I love my business, but I have a hard time talking about my business. How might I learn how to embrace the power of selling? Honestly, like I can give you all the marketing ways. Like I could tell you, you're a marketer, baby. Whisper it to yourself. Say it 50 times before you go to bed and 50 (laughs) times in the morning. I could say all those things. Nothing is going to change the way our mind because our brain is a malleable thing. Our mind is control of the brain. So we could say brain think this way. But if the mind has not absorbed, believed and transformed our lives on the back of it, the brain is just a horse. The mind is a jockey. I cannot tell you about the power of selling. I can't make you like selling because it feels disingenuous. Can I encourage you and invite you to change your mind around selling? Absolutely. Can ChatGPT, can Dottie, can Googling how to change your mindset, change the entire way of how you grow up your business and show up? Absolutely. You start there and the game's over. I'm going to invite somebody who says, I've identified what Jenna says. I love my business and I love the thing. I just have a hard time selling it. I want you to ask yourself, am I robbing God? the universe? Am I robbing one person out in the world who needs the thing I am selling? To which you might respond, well, it's just teacher homeschool templates. It's just 14 gold plated jewelry. It's just a course in iPhone photography. And you are just helping somebody transform their life. Would it be possible for you to get out of your way and instead put that person in your path and say, regardless of what other people think about the content I'm putting out, regardless if I get one or 100 likes on this post, I know that the right person is going to see this thing. And I'm gonna keep on talking on this empty sidewalk until one day there's enough people on the sidewalk that I have the opportunity to impact. Nothing will change in your business if you do not change your mindset. I had a mentor once tell me, because I too, I felt like selling was gross. You know yeah. what I thought? I felt that I felt selling was cheap. Mm. I felt selling was desperate because you and I, we come from the luxury wedding world, right? We're like, yeah. if you're so good, they come to you. Oh, and yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you, 
Nobody will come to you until you start talking, until you start creating. You must showcase your value again and again and again. And oftentimes we get stuck in showcasing our value and the thing that we love because we're afraid of what people are going to think or say. You just recently shared something on Instagram about this. There was people who were saying, why would you post that? What did she say? I can't believe she's doing this. And let me tell you, (laughs) hell hath no fury like a man who didn't fulfill his dreams sitting behind a keyboard at 10 p.m. at night who's having opinion about somebody who is desperately trying to show up and change her life and her legacy and showing her kids what's possible. So for all the people who are going to have an opinion, let them, let them have an opinion. They will always have an opinion, but having somebody have an opinion and stop you from living the life that you've been called to and you standing in your purpose, they win when you stop. So don't stop. Mm. I don't want to wrap this up because I feel like we're just getting into it. And I feel like that was so powerful because one thing that I love that you just said and talked about, which I think kind of ties this whole thing up. I'm very proud of us, by the way. Look at us. Because we could talk for like three hours. <laughs> I know. Is that you were talking about how you do have to consistently keep showing up, right? I'm going to show up as many times as it takes for somebody to understand this. I'm going to show up as many times as it takes for someone to understand why this matters or how this is for them or why this will change their life. And I feel like so many people have tried maybe once and it flopped Mm. or twice and they just stop. Right. And I feel like what we've been able to do through this episode today is to give some tools, some tips, some prompts to help people keep showing up. Even if nobody's responding, even if nobody's seeing it, even if nobody's commenting on it, because you and I over the last decade have learned the power of consistency and of showing up even when nobody is listening, even when the pivot doesn't make sense, even when people don't understand where we're headed or why we're going there. And so what would you say as one final thought? Like if I were to give you the mic and say, tell people the one thing that they need to walk away from this episode, knowing, understanding, and believing so that they can start to move forward in a new direction, just like AI has transformed the business world and the way that we use the internet. So has this conversation transformed the way that people might see how marketing can really transform and change their life and their business. I always get really nervous at this point. We're like, what's the one thing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not, I am not the one thing person. I'm the two things person. I'm the 200,000 things person. But what I'm going to say, we'll go back to something that I hold as like my deep, deep, deep heart of truth and the stuff that I've done a lot of work with on my own. Oftentimes we teach the thing we had to learn. And for years I struggled being okay. For years I struggled accepting that like I looked different. I was different. I was not qualified. You and I shared that same journey in that like we were the girls who were getting cameras off credit. Craigslist and Best Buy. Like we were the people who just decided instead of being the best, we were going to be the most, the most consistent. And that right there was a path that very few people took. And one thing that I had to realize was that I was enough. And I know that this is not a business conversation. This is a life conversation because if it wasn't going to be for business, it was going to be me in the PTA. It was going to be me in like the softball league. It was going to be me in the community garden. I actually had to come and realize that just me, just Jasmine, I was enough and I was okay. And I deserve to show up in the world to help one person. And lucky for me and lucky for you, we've got to help a lot more. We've got to inspire a lot more. We've got to give back a tiny glimmer of everything that God has given us. So there's somebody listening right now. You have to first accept before the business will ever take off. You deserve 
to create content. You deserve to be heard and you deserve to help people. Other people are going to have an opinion, but you are worthy and you are enough and you deserve to be there. Hmm. Thank you so much for this amazing episode. Where can everybody find you, connect with you, learn more from you? She is, if you are someone who is stuck in a content rut, just go watch her stuff for a little bit. Now that you have the context of maybe she doesn't love doing this, but she's still doing it every day. Gives you a whole new lens, but I'm so inspired by your content. Where can everybody find more? Jenna, I appreciate you a thousand times over being on this podcast. It just means the world to me because I feel like we've grown up together and I think we're like the rough and tumble kids. It's like, we're the kids who are like, who are out on the field. Like we're, we're in the arena. Like we dusty, we missing yes. a tooth and we're still showing up. Yes. Uh, you can find me at jasminestar.com as well as socialcurator.com and jasminestar on all social platforms. Thank you so much for being Thank on. Oh, and don't forget your podcast too. My pod, they, hey, you know, you know, you're a real ride or die homie. The podcast <gasps> is the Jasmine Star Show. Thank it's you. It's an amazing show to listen to. You know, it's funny, Jasmine. I listen, you and I share this embarrassing fact. I'm going to close this out with this embarrassing fact. Oh, great. Way to go. Okay. You and I listen to everything at like 1.5, 2X oh, yeah. speed. We were also oh, yeah. geeking out that you can watch Netflix on your computer so that you can speed up the playback. However, Jasmine's show is one that I have to listen at 1.25 because she already speaks fast. And I will never forget that you always say like, I don't speak fast. You just listen slow. Slow, exactly. This is the one where I'm like soaking it in because if I try to 2X you girl, I'm like listening to Alvin and the Chipmunks. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, me, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore, we love you. Thank you for having me be on the podcast. Isn't she amazing? Can you now see why I have this woman on speed dial, not just for strategy, but for inspiration? She is a perfect blend of inspiration while giving you tactical advice that you can take and implement into your life and business and get results from. I absolutely love this full circle moment for both me and her on having her on this podcast. Speaking of this podcast, if you want to take a minute to support it, all you have to do is rate, review, and subscribe to this show and make sure you never miss an episode. And it also gives you a direct line so that I can hear from you. I absolutely love reading every single word you write. And so if you could take just 60 seconds and leave a review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. 
Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.